0: Welcome back to Bitwise of the Podcast, and today we're diving into more Shonen with Hunter, Hunter, or Hunter X Hunter, or Hunter by Hunter. I'm sure Adrian will tell us how to pronounce it. Uh, As always, I'm your host Kate, and I'm here with Adrian.
1: Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello.
0: And today we have a special guest, Data Dave, voice actor, content creator, Twitch ambassador. You know him from the Day to Day with Data Dave. Hey. thank you so much for coming on and as we always start with our guests uh tell us a little bit about your uh, about hunter about your connection with hunter hunter and why we got you on today
2: so right now it's my discord <laughs> profile picture just gone just kind of stare at his face it's just it's just a funny reaction emo i've used in a lot of places but i love hunter hunter that was i think really the, one of the first big series that i just really really just splurge like what is this oh my god season i I don't want to get too in depth but like you know i just really really loved it because um (laughs) i I will rant that's why i'm like let me bring it back
0: i think i think knowing that you have a rant prepared is enough to intro you for this episode
2: (laughs) that's fair (laughs) sounds good to me i love the series a lot i love it a lot
0: and if you followed me on social media, you know that I'm a hunter, hunter, hunter ex-hunter baby, and uh, I'm not as well-versed, which means our other anime expert is going to come in to handle this. So, Adrian, it's off to you.
3: Why would you know it would be Adrian and not me,
0: sir? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that jumps right into my uh, my intro question, because I was going to say, by this point, you know either me or Kate is running the episode, and either one of us has like a little bit of knowledge or one of us has a, little, a lot of bit of knowledge, but... Whatever's clear is we know that Matt is not going to have the knowledge, so I'm not going to say how like how do you know Hunter Hunter and like what's your experience with? Because I know for Matt it's going to be zero, zero. But we did have an interesting conversation going into this episode when we we're talking about doing it. Is how you pronounce Hunter Hunter and for me for like the longest time no one ever corrected me on how it was supposed to be pronounced until I got on the internet. So my intro question is how did you pronounce Hunter Hunter before someone corrected you? Did you, were you a Hunter Hunter? Were you a Hunter X Hunter person? I was a Hunter X Hunter person. Were you a Hunter times? I don't know. Kate?
0: (laughs) I am a Hunter X Hunter. I still say Hunter X Hunter. And uh, I will say, while somebody has emailed me and Nisha a 15-paragraph reason as to why we were wrong about Deku, they have not corrected us on how we say Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> um, so um, I'm going to keep saying that. Um, but I, I find myself saying Hunter Hunter more, but I, I was a Hunter x Hunter person. Still pretty much am. It's kind of like split. Like, I'll say it however it's the same reason why I'm like manga and manga, depending on my mood and how I want to pronounce things.
3: That's fair. Uh, Matt? I'm just going to say Hunter squared this entire episode because oh I have God. nothing in this at all. And I have no <laughs> idea what we're going to talk about. As always, I'm here so I don't get fined. Um, so it's Hunter squared for the day for me.
0: <laughs> Sir.
2: <laughs> what about you day to day? I had to learn from chat. I used to be like, yo, I've been watching Hunter x Hunter. No, Dave, no, it's not Hunter Hunter x Hunter. You don't say the X. I'm like, why? Why (laughs) do you put it in the title then? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't understand. I think they do that for every episode, too. And I'm like, but why? Like, I really would love to know, like, why the creator did that. But I'm here for it. But I now say Hunter x Hunter, (laughs) because chat corrects me a lot. I say anime character name wrong, so they 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 used to fix <laughs> it for say, me. I will say, like
0: the the Silent X is also getting me on another se- series. There's a Shonen Jump series called Spy X Family. I don't know if it's Spy X Family or I've Spy st- Family. Both make sense, but you know, is it Hunter mm-hmm. times Hunter, Hunter by Hunter, is Hunter the length and the width? Who knows. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think I've transitioned over a mm-hmm. hunter, hunter, but for the longest time, I said Hunter X hunter, and I think the reason why it takes at least for me, I think why it took so long for people to correct me was just because I think hunter hunter fans just are excited that there's other hunter other hunter hunter fans out there, so they don't really care how you yeah. pronounce it. They just, they just want you to make sure you're watching the show, uh, is the bigger part there. But I, I also enjoy Matt's uh, hunter hunter squared. I think that Hunter's also <laughs> fits very nicely. <laughs> it's so as we. Two. So as we usually do, we'll do some, a little bit of the background history about kind of how the uh, manga and the anime started, and we'll jump into the stuff. If you know anything about Hunter Hunter, there's some weird stuff. This is not a One Piece episode where the manga guy like, just, just did stuff for years. It just never stopped. This dude stopped a lot and continues to stop a lot. So going to be a little bit different than uh, what we heard in our One Piece episode. So Hunter Hunter, stylized as Hunter x Hunter, but it's pronounced Hunter Hunter is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by uh, uh, Yoshiro Togashi. It has been serialized in the Weekly Shonen Jump since March 1998. And although the manga has frequently gone on extended hiatus since 2006, as of October 2018, there are 380 chapters collected in 36 volumes. So uh, quite a lot of material, but over a very, very, very long period.
3: So I guess for everybody here, have you all read it or do you watch it?
0: I have only watched it and I'ma talk about why I've only watched I've it later on.
2: Oh. I've done both actually. Like, you know, I I've read I think it finally caught up to where I stopped reading because the series yeah. rarely updates,
1: I think. Like every couple months. Yeah, and I'm I oh, read yeah. a little bit of like, the manga like when I was younger, but from what I heard from everyone who was excited about like what was gonna happen in the anime, they're like, Yeah, it's pretty pretty accurate, especially like the second uh the second anime series. So I was like, yeah, well, if I'm already getting it pretty accurate, uh, I don't need to go read. Non- I know you're going to go into
0: it, but it still trips me out that there are two anime series.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to <laughs> you. I was that shocked, but <laughs> yeah, we'll talk a little bit about <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, once we start getting into some of the, but why those? Cause it's still popular, even though having, having those, those two series. So the story itself focuses on a young boy named Gone, who discovered that his father who left him at a young age is actually a world renowned hunter And hunters are basically professional, uh, licensed professionals who specialize in fantastical pursuits such as locating rare or unidentified animal uh, animal species, treasure hunting, surveying unexplored places, hunting down lawless individuals, etc. Basically, like you get a badge just to be like a badass, and you get to go do almost anything you want. Uh, And then, go into parts on his journey to become a hunter, and eventually finds um, his father along the way. He meets various hunters and encounters a whole bunch of stuff and a whole host of characters as the story kind of progresses but our kind of shown in protagonist in this sh- series is going we'll talk a little bit more specifically about kind of his characterization once we get into those but why those
0: i will say the only father worse than goku is gone's dad
1: oh 110
0: <laughs> yeah, he is,
1: he is not yes rich. he's he's like literally definition of dead, dead like <laughs> definition. also
0: further yeah. proof that you can't be a shown in protagonist and have a good relationship with your father
1: yeah, nah, it's not how that works. Yeah, that man been dashing and dodging for like multiple seasons. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can find me. What you do it's like, oh, good to meet you. Um, so I'm gonna go. Never came back. Uh, so Hunter mm-hmm. Hunter was adapted into a 62 anime television series produced by um, Nippon Animation, which ran on Fuji Television from 1999 to 2001. So this is the first series. And then there were three separate um, OVAs or original video animations, totaling thirty episodes, that were subsequently por- uh, produced by the same company and then released in Japan from two thousand two to two thousand four. The one, the series that people are probably most familiar with, are the second anime series that was done by Madhouse and aired on the same television station. From October 2011 to September 2014, totaling 114 episodes, and then they would later on release more episodes um, into you know 2014, and then we would get them like way way later. Like so, we didn't get our, uh, ish, our we didn't get those episodes until like 2019 for those last a um, few editions of the anime. And then there's been two animated theatrical films released in 2013. The manga has been translated into English and released in North America by Viz Media since April 2005. And then both of the series have been licensed by Viz Media, which uh, the first series aired on Funimation Channel in 2009 and the second broadcast on Adult Swim's Tsunami programming block in 2016. And this is where I first found the show when it was on that tsunami block back in the day uh, in 2016 through, through 2019.
0: Also, this goes back around to our show an episode where literally Viz has the rights to every yeah. possible new Big Three contender in existence.
1: Yeah, even back then, they're like, "Just give it to me." He gave it to me. Um, and then, so Togashi's explained that one of his hobbies was collecting all thing, all kinds of things. Um, there was an interview where I watched where he's just like, "Yeah, I just liked... he—he he was basically like, like like a Pokemon trainer. The dude just like went into his backyard and just collected a bunch of stuff. That I think is uh, That's super cool." Which kind of, like, gives you, like, oh, like, Gon was, like, a little kid, and then he just kind of went out into the world, kind of like Ash and Pokemon, basically. Like, it, the dude was basically Ash as a kid. And he came up with the name, the final name, Hunter Hunter, while watching a television show downtown, which the hosts often repeated what they said to make an audience laugh. So I guess, like, the trope in the show was to, like, repeat things. So I guess that's why he went with Hunter Hunter. Why he put the X in there? I'm not 100% sure, but the hunter hunter is a play on a bit in that show called Downtown.
2: That's actually interesting. I, I never knew that. Wow, it's a play off words. I'm going to start calling myself data data. <laughs> <laughs> there <you go>. Perfect. <laughs> data data in the house.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um Togashi uses few to no assistance in his production of his manga. However, fellow manga artist and wife, um, Naoko Togashi, who is the creator of Sailor, Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. Yeah, so she's a badass in her she's own a right. She's queen. I love her. Yeah, assisted uh, Togashi in adding in screen tones and single color pages in the first volume. And then while the birth of their first son early on in publication, Togashi felt that the personal aspect of his life would be a great influence on his work, particularly in the theme of a boy searching for his father, which kind of seems like a little counterintuitive because he sound like, he seems like a good dad. Whereas yeah. I go was his father like, please sucks.
0: tell me to isn't a bad dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think he's a much better dad than, uh, than Gon's dad is.
0: Also, I just want to say my hand went to my chest. Cause I'm like, Oh no, you poor man, you do this all by yourself. <laughs> Having given everything that we've learned about with like Corey Koshi and Oda. Yeah um yeah.
1: yeah i mean he does do a lot of it by himself when it helps that you have like the queen of manga like in your corner to help you out yes. and stuff that, that's that got to feel good that's got to feel good i also
0: want to know how much of that is she's just like oh honey no you can't do this by yourself let me <laughs> let me do these colors for you <laughs>
1: uh so there have been several instances in which togashi has apologized to the readers um in shonen jump for like the low quality of work because if you ever like look at the manga the art style does vary wildly and that really just comes back to kind of like what kate was saying like the dude just does it like by himself so sometimes you know sometimes you don't feel as good <laughs> as other days so <laughs> probably affects some of those releases but they he has promised like kind of redrawn some of those things um for their taco bonds and, and things like that in addition to the publication history of hunter hunter manga It's been plagued with hiatuses, which is obviously translated into the anime being plagued with hiatuses, of course. So, after returning from a two-year hiatus in June 2014 and joining the English-language Weekly Shonen Jump lineup, the manga went on um, another two-month hiatus later. The series then returned from hiatus, which was the longest to that date, on April 18th, 2016. And, however... After just two months later, Hunter Hunter began another hiatus in the same year. Came back in twenty. Hunter
0: fans, oh my <laughs> yeah, god! Yeah, it's been rough.
1: It's been rough. Yeah, <laughs> it came back in twenty seventeen, and again just for two more months, it was out. Then the series went on hiatus again, and then planning to return later at the end of the year. The series wouldn't come back until twenty eighteen, before going on another hiatus, a couple months, uh, four months later that same year, and then after another five five year or five month hiatus, the manga will return. From, from resumed publication in September later in 2016 and stayed on until 2018 before entering into kind of the hiatus where we're so more what or is less it in now? right
0: now. Togashi, get you some assistance. Oh my God. <laughs> so
1: yeah. so I, what I, I, is I, it right
3: <laughs> now? Is it on hiatus? Is it not?
1: It is on hiatus because we haven't had anything in, in quite a while. Um, <laughs> the only reason why it doesn't seem like it's like on such a long hiatus right now is because we didn't get the dub until like 2019 here in the States. So it feels a lot shorter than it has been, but you know, the last actual time it, an, the anime aired was in 2014. So they haven't even animated the later editions of the manga that led up to this latest hiatus.
0: So I do want to say like, I know that like anytime Nisha has come on the show and you, you two always bring up Berserk and Hunter, Hunter, I'm like, Oh, Hunter, Hunter. Yeah. Cool. highest, I didn't realize it was this many.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I want to know then, like especially from I guess Adrian and Dave at this point, how have y'all been able to stay fans with all these hiatuses? Because I would have probably got like lost track of things.
2: I love the show, honestly. I really do. I stopped reading the manga because it's like, ooh, a new chapter. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll hit my next birthday before the next one comes out. You know, it just it just takes forever. So I stopped reading, but I really really just love the progression and storytelling of the show. So
1: it's really great. Yeah, well, I, I definitely want to get into, like, why people keep coming back around to it and kind of, like, the larger but why, though, of, like, why this show works. Because I don't know if most shows could do, like, what this show is doing. I don't think – I mean, I think Dragon Ball Z is a good example of, you know, it wasn't around for a long time, came back with Super, and Super wasn't as widely loved as um Z was. But when Hunter x Hunter comes back, everyone loves it again. Like, it's not like there's, like, a lull in – whether or not people like it or not. And I think that comes to a lot of the themes that it does cover that we'll talk a little bit more, a little bit more in the, but why the part, but yeah, definitely, definitely see what you're saying for sure. Cause I don't know. It, it's, it's hard out there. So you just, just expect being hurt, uh, expect, expect long, long lapses. And then, you know, going dad comes back for your birthday and then you're happy again for a little bit. And that's basically hiatus ex hiatus. <laughs> or shall we call it hiatus, 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 hiatus. 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 Yeah. <laughs> So, we'll definitely maybe, get into that. I was going to say
0: maybe uh the whole connection between father and son is that readers are his son and he is <laughs> the dad. We're going after him like, "Come back."
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you find me next
2: year. <laughs> yeah. All right,
1: time to go. <laughs> this is real this is real meta and I'm really like uh, concerned with the rest of this episode. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I'm having a little bit of a crisis over here now. Hmm. But that's really all I kind of have in the history um of it because about why though the first but why though kind of shows the kind of like longevity and the success of it but if there aren't any other questions we'll jump right into those but why those and start talking about why hunter squared is so good okay so first but why though i have um mainly it's a successful franchise but i think this really shows that you can be a successful franchise without having a thousand chapters like over like 30 years to be a popular anime um or manga back then and even today when they were at, at their peak. So despite the hiatuses, Hunter x Hunter is really, really popular and in a variety of settings. For the manga itself, it has sold 78 million copies as of 2019, putting it number five on the all-time selling list with only 36 volumes. And then for perspective here, there's only five mangas ahead of it on that list that have less than 36 volumes. So Demon Slayer that ran from 2019 20- uh, 2016 to 2020 slam dunk 90 to 96 fist of the north star 83 to 88 touch 81 to 86 and astro boy 50 to 68 so basically like the big mangas from the 80s and the og manga in astro boy and then demon slayer which basically just shattered records for the, its its four-year run mm-hmm. and will probably be, end up being one of like the highest selling mangas like of all time yeah. um in 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 time so that's pretty good company to be behind when when you think about its hiatuses how long it's been around and how little there is to actually read compared to some of the other big big three mangas
0: yeah so question Go ahead. i was gonna say so question like given like this info and i just want to know what everybody's personal big three because like obviously the original big three are one piece naruto and bleach what would you say is the new big three because i know that this is like a contentious topic and like i'm like Personally, I think it's Demon Slayer, Hunter Hunter, and My Hero. But I don't know what y'all think.
1: I'll Dave.
2: David. Hmm, I gotta think about this one. I agree completely with My Hero and Demon Slayer because that, like, I think Demon Slayer broke some type of charts with the movie over there. Yeah. So those two, I don't know about Hunter Hunter because it's like, it's just because it doesn't update. It's like, it feels like it's older, but I don't know if I have a third series that that's big yet. So I gotta think about the third. What about
1: you all? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the first two are, are a thing. I think it's always that third one that's always like, well, what, like, what do you put it in? I don't think I can place Hunter Hunter here, mainly because the way that I see it, I see it as like the ugly stepchild to the like, the original big three, like Yu Yu Hakusho was. Aww, <laughs> that's fair. Where, I love it. Uh, I, I love it. Yu Yu Hakusho love it. was like, you know, the shit. And everyone's was like, oh, Bleach and Naruto. I'm like, but dude, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho slaps. That's how I kind of feel with Hunter X Hunter. So I think that it's like that ugly stepchild of like the big three, where we're still kind of waiting for I don't know. Hunter X Hunter is
0: the cool cousin that that doesn't come take the family photos, (laughs) but everybody really likes.
1: Yeah, that's what that feels (laughs) like. To put it down on
0: hiatus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the cousin that only comes to like the family reunion like every like five years, but as soon as he Mm -hmm. does come, everyone's in love with him. That's what it feels like. Uh yeah so I don't know I mean it, it's kind of up in the air I don't know people are really up on fairy tale I, I'm not uh people well, are really I, up on on black no, clover oh. being the next one I, I forget black. Oh, color
0: we've got faces.
2: a third coming in here. What's your third, Dave? I'm I'm gonna be that guy. I'm just gonna throw one piece there. It's just it's
1: Again? just gonna go on forever. Yes, <laughs> it stays. <laughs> it will never leave. It will never leave. Nisha, I'm sorry. I know I did. I did the one piece episode, but you can't be running forever and then still be in the big three. That's how that works. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs>
2: just out age everybody.
1: <laughs> That's not fair.
0: Uh, in that longer... case, the. I was like there there's a manga instagrammer that I follow and she has every volume of one piece so far. Oh, she wow. is 96 volumes is as tall as her and she's like
2: 5'6".
1: Oh jeez. Mm. So
0: yeah, thanks one piece.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's going to fill up that room one day.
0: The thing <laughs> is is I can't even argue with 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 Dave cuz it's current. Like it's new. Yeah.
2: It's, it's just it just never ends like it's One Piece is gonna be like i will outlive your series whenever you want to start
1: yeah there's always just like just so many good like manga out now too that it's much harder to make that argument where you're when we were growing up and there was only like three anime like on tv anyway so much harder much harder debate now i think but definitely one piece definitely or not definitely one piece sorry definitely my hero definitely demon slayer I can ask One Piece if you want to keep on going forever. Oda, finish it already, man.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oda, please. take
0: a break. Take, take a, a break. hiatus, if take you a, will. Take a
1: break, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tag <laughs> Tagashi
0: in. Let Tagashi come back and do yeah. his. And...
1: <laughs> yeah, so another big part of those hiatuses is the one of the big reasons why we have two animes and why we don't have just uh, one big long running anime. So the first anime in 1999. This isn't necessarily a Full Metal, uh, Full Metal Alchemist situation where we kind of talked about in our Full Metal Alchemist episode, like where the first one really isn't a thing and everyone really only watches like the second one kind of thing because the first one's kind of bad. The 99 adamanda- adam- adaptation actually does like a lot of things right and really does kind of fit into the 90s and early 2000s kind of in, but kind of lacks the larger themes that 2011 has um, but I think that's mainly because mainly because it's kind of hiatuses um, but also it's running alongside the manga and when your manga is going in and out of publish- publication you got to go th- you got to throw filler in there and everyone knows how much and the anime community loves filler um, and the manga community loves filler. So kind of hurt it a little bit. However, but since it was running so closely to the publications of the manga, I personally think that if you watch like the, f- well, I don't know if you can really do this, but I think the first part of Hunter, 199 is much better than the first part in 2011. Because I know that's the part that people like struggle to get through. But the 99 version is much more like manga accurate and honestly like darker and kind of fits like kind of those darker darker themes where the 2011 one is really kind of just rushing to get you to all the cool stuff like with like the Phantom Troop and things like that. So I don't know, Kate, uh to Dave, have you seen the original anime? Oh, I'll, I'll side it with the later one. So yep. I didn't even know it was much darker. Yeah, much darker. It, I mean, it, it kind of follows like the... And also the art style is much different. It kind of follows like that kind of grittier, darkier, like I don't know how else 90's like art yeah, like, style? Yeah, kind of like Fist of the North Star, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho kind of like art style, which yeah. some people don't like, so.
0: I'd be but. interested because I hate the first two seasons of Hunter x Hunter. They're so bad.
1: The second one?
2: What? Oh, I like it. No. I didn't like the first, okay, one. Well, the first actually, one.
0: I don't remember what the number, okay. Everything from 1 to 12 I don't like those episodes. And then everything from episode 14 to 25, I also don't like those episodes.
2: Oh, I think that's like the hunter arc. That did start slow. I was like, eh, get there.
0: I, yeah, I would have much rather watched, and the reason I say that is because episode 13 and episode 26 are recap episodes that tell you everything (laughs) that happened in the last Mm -hmm. episodes.
1: This is true. This is true. You you, you can just watch those two episodes and be fine for those first, like, you know, 30 episodes, which is you know it's fine it's fine because all the really cool stuff happens after that and i know like i mean i don't person, i don't personally care about like i like that the first 30 episodes they're not as good as the rest of it i just think it like it's hard to like i don't know it just gets good it just gets good i think the stuff builds upon itself i can see how it could be boring but i don't know it's definitely like very shonen anime dumbness and yeah. i kind of i'm kind of with it
0: when i watched it i live tweeted and i complained yeah. The entire time, and, and everyone would like, just stick with it. Like, just stick stay with it. it. <laughs> Keep
1: right. going.
0: You're almost there. Get to Heaven's Arena,
3: <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Basically, but yeah, like like Kate said, this so the 2011 anime. Um Again, it also just takes a long time to get like the dubs over here. So again, like I said before, the last arc aired in Japan in 2014. And we didn't get the dub until 2019 here in the U.S. And even though, because of that, Hunter x Hunter consistently ranked as one of the best animes through various outlets like Polygon, Crunchyroll, IGN. Back in the early 2000s, and even as the last air arc in 2019, still ranked uh, fairly highly in those things. And Kate was nice enough to let me know, that I didn't even know this uh, myself, that the show has actually increased in popularity over its hiatus. So, um... Based on a Google search trends, Hunter Hunter has really only increased. There's never really been a lull in its popularity, but it really spiked um, when everything had been announced in 2019. So, Tsunami airing the episodes, Netflix lockdown, and and those things because people like Kate binged it. Yeah, uh, do <laughs> so you want to talk a little bit about that, Kate?
0: Yeah, so it was. It's it's one of the really interesting things. So, like, I ended up watching Hunter Hunter because the entire anime community had been talking about it and then at the start of lockdown at the start of the pandemic everybody was like well what do i watch and of course you had the one piece answer where people just decided well i'm not leaving home guess i'm going to watch a thousand episodes of one piece and then the other answer was like look i know that that it's on hiatus But you should also watch Hunter x Hunter. And so that's where I found myself because I can't commit to a thousand episodes of a show. But I can commit to Hunter x Hunter. So that's why I binged it. And uh, when you look at like people searching, that's when everybody, it it just started picking up because there was just there, it was something that was kind of in the anime Twitter sphere. But because, like, I had known about Hunter Hunter, but I never cared to start watching it. Because uh, I watched that first episode, and I was like, this is boring. I don't like it, and I don't like their spiky hair. And I decided to, you know, not. And then I just decided to stick with it and finally fulfill that anime blind spot. And I fell in love with Killua, and here I am now. Um, so, and I believe Netflix had added a new season on at the same, like, when lockdown was starting, Netflix had also added the newest, or a newer dub season, and that was why a lot of people picked it up, too.
1: Yeah, that helps a lot, and if you're wondering, like, where you could watch it, you can watch, I don't think, if you could, I don't know, can you watch all of it on Netflix? Is it all there? No, you
0: can watch yeah. half of it on Netflix, and then the rest is on Crunchy, I think.
1: Yeah, um, I and I've been watching, like, going back and re-watching episodes on HBO Max, because HBO Max has, like, the Crunchyroll thing on there. So if you have HBO Max, you could watch it. If you have Crunchyroll, you can watch it. I think Netflix and Hulu only have, like, half, and then on Hulu, only, like, half of the episodes, of the half of the episodes are dubbed. So <laughs> if you are a sub-versus-dub person, then you're probably going to have a hard time watching it on Hulu if you dub, but Crunchyroll's part of HBO Max has all of it. So kind of moving on from there, we'll get more into, like, the 2011 slash, like, the manga stuff in the next. But why, though? But so there are um, a few video games, 10 Japan-exclusive video games based on Hunter x Hunter, many of which uh, we've never seen here in the States, um, unfortunately. However, uh, they do have a pretty big range. Again, I've never seen or played any of them, but they range from role-playing games, strategy games, uh, to action, to adventure. But if you have seen Hunter x Hunter characters, it's probably from the fighting games. So they have it feared in the franchises with those weekly Shonen Jump uh, properties in fighting games like Jump, Star, Jump Superstars and Jump Ultimate Stars from the Nintendo DS, J-Stars Victory VS for the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita, and then, of course, the newest one, Jump Force for Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, um, where Kate gets to play as Hisoka,
0: and <laughs> fight people. <laughs> I have words about Hisoka that nobody will like.
1: <laughs> it's okay we'll we'll get to him eventually in addition to not just like video games and like the media they also now especially in in this kind of day and age lots of merch current collaborations with streetwear brands Kate you want to talk about the streetwear brand stuff because yeah. I know that you that is your jam
0: yeah so Atsuko and Hypeland which are two of the largest streetwear brands for anime they continually have new hunter x hunter or Hunter Hunter products uh, that are done in full support, uh, like with uh, they're officially licensed. Um, So ultimately, like when all of this happens, you end up getting more stuff, um, even though it's on hiatus. And then Super Groupies has like a line of bags and everything. Um, Dave, do you have any? Do you have any Hunter Hunter merch as a as a fan?
2: I actually don't have any, but I'm looking at this now and I'm like, this looks kinda good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's nice. I didn't know it's official.
0: Yeah, hype. and Hyplin just released a new collection that has like sweats and hoodies and they're like these ridiculously cool like uh tie-dye ones. Um yeah. so yeah. That it that's a thing that is happening even though we haven't gotten anything new. From Hunter, Hunter in years.
3: All I'm hearing is apparently you're supposed to play Jump Force in all this gear. Is that correct?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. That's what you do in between hiatus, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Kate was nice enough to like link some of these in our show notes. So if you're a patron who gets our show notes, there's some really cool stuff here. To be honest, like I'm, I'm a little upset that this throw blanket, this giant throw blanket is out of stock because it looks kind of cool and I want it. Uh, so lots of really great gear there. However, you, you know what we're really here for, and that's the musicals, which Hunter Hunter actually has two of them that are very, very in-depth. Data Dave, Dave just squished and yeah. look, look a little surprised. <laughs> musical? Okay, interesting. <laughs> look a little surprised. I was also surprised. So there is a musical called Musical Hunter Hunter. So Hunter Hunter was originally performed during December 2000. It is the original story that appears to take place in between the York New City arc and the beginning of the Green Island arc. And I left the link in the show notes to the musical itself. It's it's something. It's something, man. And the link in our show notes goes directly to like a Hisika like like melody thing where he's just singing by himself and he's like controlling the dancers and stuff. Not gonna lie, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's cool. It, it's it's uh it's,
0: oh this is the whole thing you can watch the whole yeah. it's thing it's like on two here.
1: hours or something like that you can watch the whole musical and it is um subbed so you can follow along with everything that's going on uh, and if and- that's not enough there's a second one that was performed in August two thousand two and is basically a retelling of when Karapika and the the troop go to fetch Kilawa and from his family estate at the end of the hunter uh hunter exam. And that also, I think, has like a lot of the same characters and is more Kilo focus, but also so kind of crazy. Like there's like a whole like song thing where like Kiloa come back to us like, yeah, you know, come, we love you kind of thing. It, it's it's adorable and it's the most musical I've seen from our musical talks on our episodes.
0: Uh, so, and to add some context here, Dave, it became a running joke that we now have to see if anything that we cover has a musical, because we found some ridiculous ones. Like, there is huh? a Tom and Jerry musical. Um really? And a, yep. It, they don't even talk. <laughs> it's nightmare fuel. It's nightmare fuel. Real uh, bad. It's from Argentina.
3: Well, what the best thing we find out if you don't have a musical is then you end up finding more weird stuff. Like, I found Mario on Ice from, like, 1988,
0: which is... Yep. It Just is as wild. Also, Nightmare Fuel, but it also had like Jason Bateman in it. And really? like, ac- yeah, it's weird. So, we find some weird stuff when we do our deep dives. Um, and musicals are either Nightmare Fuel or, oh, I would watch that.
1: Yeah. And uh, in addition to a musical, they actually have a live action play called Real Stage Hunter Hunter. And it's been performed 16 times in Tokyo in 2004. And it's basically a retelling of the Phantom Troop finale in York, New City. And it's super dark, y'all. Like, this one, I don't know. This one doesn't have any subtitles, but, like, just the intro is super dark. I kind of skipped around, like, the playlist of stuff. It's It's pretty dark. If you're into it, you know... Go For it, um, yeah, so that's all I kind of have for that. So, uh, we can move from here, we'll move into kind of the larger aspects of the anime themselves and kind of why it does so well. I'm gonna keep it like spoilerily light, as I tend to like to keep it with these shows, but is you it know, really it's been around for a long the, time. You know, yeah, don't like, know. Do we
0: need... you know, like okay, keep the big things hidden, but yeah, I gotta I mean... talk about some folks no, that yeah, yeah, are no. I'm like, like, I have mm-hmm. to talk about Crollo, Adrian.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. he has like, like, a rant, like... and so we obviously uh, need to hear uh, all right? of
3: this. I'm sorry, like, like, the, like, the
1: big, like the big moments at the end With like going I don't think we need to talk about those Those are like really powerful moments that should be like Experienced as they happen Uh, And That's it's also fair. like still It's still kind of like going technically Kind of still going so You know but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Eventually, like Eventually lar-
0: <laughs> it will get going again
1: <laughs> We'll talk and about like the, like the larger themes <laughs> And kind of like the, the big characters for, for sure But um, You know it's not like Full Metal Alchemist like where it's been done And it's not coming back kind of thing Um and also, it does also just does things a little bit differently. So I don't want to I'm like loosely calling this like, but why, though, in and of itself, kind of like the destruction of like a shonen anime. And I'm doing it like loosely because we don't know how this will end. So it could Like could definitely go into like, oh, we're just going to go back into tropey shonen anime tropes. And then that's how we're going to finish our series. I don't think that'll happen, um, but I don't want people to at me on Twitter about like actual deconstructions and kind of like big brain things. I'm just saying like this isn't your normal shonen anime is kind of like where I'm where I'm trying to go here. So for most in anime, you basically just have, like, the power fantasy trope, right, where our main protagonists are have some kind of, like, superhuman or superman-esque kind of quality to them that makes it so, like, they're going to win at the end of the day. Like, you know, Goku being Goku, like, he's the face of the franchise. He's always going to, like, gonna win the fight at the end of the day. Uh, Naruto has, like, the fox spirit. Luffy has, like, the gum-gum fruit. Like, those are things that, like, just inherently just make them more OP than anyone that they're going to face, so they'll eventually kind of get to it. Um... And interestingly enough, uh, Togashi is actually the same person who does Yu Yu Hakusho, so his work here kind of follows a lot of those same lines where uh, they just tackle the protagonist a little bit differently, where they're not, like, just this kind of overly powered thing. So, for example, like, Gon isn't a super being. He doesn't have a special way to control his magic that he possesses, that only he can possess. He isn't, like, the chosen one. He isn't just randomly following into his powers. He's not getting his powers from some other person kind of thing. He even doesn't really even win most of his fights. Like I think like, I don't know. I'd have to like look at like the statistics for it, but I'm pretty sure this dude loses like 60% of his fights. Or like only wins like 60% of his fights. Like this dude gets his ass kicked a lot. Um and while he does kind of have like that cheeky optimism attributed to like a Goku or like a Renato type character, I would argue that he differs in kind of being kind of how vulnerable he is. Um as he's, like, often not displayed as, like, the strongest person on stream, so his, on screen, so his progression is much more about, like, him as, like, as a person than him than him, like, going to Super Saiyan or unlocking, you know, some other um, otherworldly power. Really, just more about him being a person. So, and further than that, like, he, like Yusuke, Urameshi and Yu Yu Hakusho, sometimes does some, like, and protagonist-like things. Like, we were like, yeah, hey, like, that wasn't a good thing you should have done. Like, you're supposed to be the good guy. Like, don't do stuff like that kind of thing. Which I think makes him a little bit different than, like, Midoriya from from My Hero Academia, which I think is probably, like, his closest kind of person because I think Midoriya does have a lot of the same aspects that Gon does. But Gon will, like, punch you in the dick, probably, if you, like, do something that he doesn't think is, like, correct. Yeah. Which I think makes him, like, a big <laughs> difference there. Which I, which I, in my opinion, makes him, like, more relatable and someone to root for. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with, like, Midoriya or Goku or Naruto yeah. or whatever, but I think that he's a more relatable shonen protagonist because of all the flaws that they allow him to have.
0: What do you think, Dave?
1: Well, I think, honestly, I really, really, really
2: love the take. We, we Speaking about Gon, I love that he's morally gray, if that it could be a label for him. Like, out of all protagonists, we got Naruto, always do the good thing. We have... Deku, always do the right thing. Stay good. Gon is like, yeah, I'm here for my friends. <laughs> like, anything that you do to them, it really shows in the later seasons without spoilers. We'd be like, Gon, did, did you just suggest that? Like, I-, I love those moments of the show. Killua, the same way. Or Killua, I don't know how to pronounce it. But he's the same
1: way. Like, Kilo's a sassy. He's like, you mess with God, I kill you.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, I I'd just... I, I... Even, even, like, in, like, the, the hunter exam thing, like, he was, like, very much, like oh, if you mess with, like, my or Kiloa's ability to get this going, like, you're you're going down, my guy. Like, it, it's, it's very much, like, he's right or die, for sure. Like, he's about that life.
0: That's what I was going to say. I think that was the reason why I, I stayed watching other than people yelling at me to keep watching was because he is very much that. Like, he is ride or die. Like, cool, I'm a good guy, but don't touch my friend. If you touch Kiloa, it's done. No, mm-hmm. and also Kilo is my my sweet baby. I love him so much. He's precious. He's never done anything wrong ever. I don't care if he's an assassin.
2: Uh, just, <laughs> just, just, just murder, just wriggle out there, but it's okay.
0: Like murder bad. can be solved with a hug. It's fine.
2: <laughs> you silly. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's what I really love about the show. It's like it starts off like God's oh, the good guy. He's great. He's like no, he's doing good things, but he's not necessarily this good guy anime show the protagonist.
1: Yeah, I think that even extends to kind of like the side characters like you mentioned, uh, Dave, Dave, the Killua like Killua really isn't like the Vegeta Sasuke type that like we're used to when it comes to like the, you know, the anime like best friend thing like they're much more connected, um, which makes like their ride or die relationship, I think much better. And like they literally go like to try and save him and stuff. I don't know if they're. I don't know if the Z Fighters are going to go to like bring Vegeta out of too much, too many more mess ups and things like. He that.
0: He reminds me of Bakugo. If Bakugo knew how to make a healthy fresh, uh, a healthy friendship in season two instead of season. What will be five. that
1: was going to be my that's, reference, but I didn't know how accurate yeah. it was. But I'm glad you brought it up because I was yeah, say like he's much he more. Cause like, yeah.
0: And I, because I'm trying to say this without any spoilers, but, like, like, if you've watched, like, season three of My Hero, you know that Bakugo has started changing, and in season four he's becoming more of a friend with Deku, and you watch the movie and that kind of stuff. Killua is, like, if Bakugo knew how to properly express his emotions of friendship, that's Killua. Because, like, Bakugo would... Is also right or die at the end of the day. So uh, that that's how I kind I think that's why I really fell in love with Killua as a character. And like, that's my child and I will protect him. Um, is he a little bit of a murderer? Sure. But like, mm-hmm. he was brainwashed to be so. And if he is outside of that, it's just because he's doing it for a good reason. It's fine. Man, this
2: so, all sucks. I'm getting is everybody. <laughs> right. Has-
3: So everything I'm getting here is everybody is all about, like, protecting my friends over doing things good, correct?
0: Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you do good things, but, like, also... Okay, because, like, it's almost like if you see Batman, like, Batman has lost people in his life because he refuses to kill somebody, And then, like, the same thing kind of happens in Shonen. Like, Deku, as much as, like, you want to say the sweet baby boy could do it, like, Deku needs a Bakugo because Deku can't do the kill shot, ultimately, because he's so inherently good. Whereas both Gon and Killua would equally take the kill shot for each other and the other people around them versus, like... Because usually in Shonen, you have the rival... Because the rival does the morally gray things that your protagonist or that your hero can't really do. So, like, they're the good, I don't want to say anti-hero, but, like, they're the good guy who can do bad things. Whereas, like, in Hunter x Hunter, Gon is equally capable of those things.
1: Yeah, most of the characters in Hunter x Hunter, Matt, like, overall, and we'll kind of talk about this when we get into the villains, but a lot of them are kind of, like, morally gray. Kilowaz yep. is morally, like, dark gray. I think it's kind of where he falls. Because even like Karapika, for the longest time, you see Karapika as like the uh, strong, silent type. But then, dude snaps off and starts like murdering people. (laughs) I love that arc so much.
2: If Um, I could add another reason to watch that, without spoilers, that Karapika arc, I think I love a show that can do how they handle that. Because like Gone and Kilo, they were not there a lot of it. I was like, This show is still good even though you moved off our main protagonist for a good chunk of it. That was like, yo, this is so interesting. It's different.
0: So yeah. at that curapica at at, at arc, and also I would like to say that everybody that I know who understands how to roll your R in Spanish don't have a problem saying curapica, whereas like everybody else that I know usually do. Um, <laughs> but um, no, so like the curapica arc, I almost checked out because like, I don't want this. I don't care. And then so it was good. like, woo! Oh,
1: yes. oh, you're going yes.
0: there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. Because cause, Kudapik is like, pr- a pretty boring character. He's very, like, at the beginning, he's very, this is the thing I'm doing and that's it. And this is what I yeah. have to do. And there's, like, no passion, no, like, exploration. And then he gets his own thing. And you're like, oh, well, homeboy is okay. <laughs> One, he's seen some things. Two, he's not going to play. Like,
2: <laughs> and even within that arc too, like just how they handled it, it wasn't just without. It's, it's so hard not to talk on specifics, yeah. but like it's not just okay. We need the protagonist to be the villain. Like they finessed and worked things out and did shifts. We'll say that I was like, this is how y'all going to resolve this. This is beautiful. Like it, it's just so interesting on how they play things.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's like pickle of pickle just like snapped off on the handle, and you realize that like, oh wait, he's actually not just like the strong, silent, like, you know, ride or die. He's like a strong, silent ride or die who will snap and break your neck, uh, <laughs> which is, you know. I, I there's think a lot refreshing. of,
0: actually, when we, like, compare Hunter Hunter to other shounen, there's a lot of murder in Hunter
1: Hunter. There's a lot of murder. That's all I've got
0: of
3: all
1: this. There's a lot, there's of, murder. A lot of murder. It's going to be the last part, and that's going to be, like, the last the last bullet point. Cause that, cause, okay, sorry. Cause like there's just said, there's a lot of murder. Like they say, sometimes <laughs> they'll swerve you, and they'll swerve you in, like, a dark just, direction, and you're just like, okay, I buy this. This works. Because uh, mm-hmm. even when you're talking about like the villains, uh, I, I think it's really it's harder to say that the villains in Hunter x Hunter are evil compared to like a kid boo in Dragon Ball or like a father in in Full Metal Alchemist. Like those are like yeah. those are bad people, bad people like incarnate. But, you know, you have in anime and manga in like the early 90s stuff is pretty much kind of just one note, like as much as like, we love like those, uh, those villains in the, the power fantasies because they look cool or whatever the whatever the case is. It's usually just bad guy shows up who's really powerful, main character powers up, and then they beat the par the character and doesn't really matter too much what, what their backstory is. However, Hunter x Hunter really takes that same approach to the protagonist as to their villains, where we kind of get to learn quite a lot about them. It's really why uh people like the Phantom Troop are so interesting. because uh, a lot of the villains in hunter hunter aren't obsessed with beating go the way that like frieza wants to kill goku he's because like obsessed like in a little bit of a different way and i'll let kate talk a little bit more about that uh but they're not Hisuka's like in that's
0: my greatest shame and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> the
1: the villains in hunter hunter are like just there to live their lives um and if anything some of the villains don't even meet Gon for like a very very long time like we're watching the villains do their own thing and then they meet him later which i think increases those moments of interacting like if i could see you know frieza on a day-to-day basis like interacting with more people other than just blowing people up he probably was would probably be a more interesting villain than than he is um and that just adds like layers because even when you're seeing them interact with other villains you can see kind of like the layers and the relationships in between those things because they're again they're just people they might be on a different side of like the moral the moral ground but they still kind of have those relationships that our heroes have in in that and we really don't get to see that too much i think of it loosely the way that like my hero handles their villains uh as like the fan of kind of being like the prime example of that because they seem as more of a family than most of like the good guy teams that we see in yeah. anime kind of overall so you can gush here about xyz villain uh there's, there's there's quite a few of them that are really really cool and i know that kate likes hisuka yeah, uh, so I'm gonna
0: truth. like not take the spotlight first, and I'm gonna let Dave talk about his thoughts on villains here because I'm about to get real thirsty real quick, and like we don't <laughs> I'm need
2: here for we it. don't
0: need that to lead things.
2: <laughs> okay, I mean,
0: feel free to get thirsty if you want, Dave. Okay, but, like... <laughs> no,
2: I'm being funny. oh um, so I guess my thoughts on villains, like even as Adrian mentioned, like they do a really good job of highlighting them. Like you like get to see them as a character. None of them are one note. They literally have episodes with the Phantom Troops, their backstories, why, how they... I love seeing how they interacted, because it's like, oh, they're not going to like each other when they meet Gone eventually. Things like that. Even with the um, season four, I'm not going to go too in-depth, but Chimera Ants, like, we knew their dynamics. Like, who spoke up? Certain things happened in, we'll say, power. Like, just seeing all that, and, like, even the last villain in the last arc, like, his whole... we learned his thought process, how he evolved... You know, them. it's so hard not to touch it. But just who who's relationships is relationships yeah, it's I, an interesting just, thing to watch. So
3: based on this, how do we know who's a villain and who's not? Because all I got is the everybody's The amount of everybody. murder.
0: So yes. to put it in perspective, the Phantom <laughs> Troop, which I really like that you like drew the parallel to My Hero because the way her- Horikoshi does villains is really good because you see them as like a family almost. The Phantom mm-hmm. Troop straight up murders a hall full of people and then one yeah. of them sucks them up with her vacuum that's, like, so that's, that's
1: how you bad. know they're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, hey, they clean. clean. <laughs> that's all I got <laughs> Yeah, and that's tough, Matt, because there are times, like, where people, like, people in the Phantom Troop die, and they actually care that their friends die, right? Because, like, in stuff like, I don't know, like, Yu Yu Hakusho, the villains in that will just blow your dude away just because, that like, they lost in a fight, you know? Like, the Phantom Troop doesn't do that. So you're like, oh, wait, they're, like, they're actually... They're mm-hmm. They're actually ride or die the same way that... You know, Kilawa and going to ride or die. So, like, who do you root against here? And I think that makes it interesting. To, in my opinion, it makes it harder to like. It makes it harder to like root against the villain. And I, I think that's a marker of a good villain. Uh, and the vacuum lady vacuums people up. Like, she literally has a vacuum where
3: she's like vacuums yeah.
1: people. Like, how do you hate? How do you hate that? She's just being clean. <laughs> she got the Kirby vacuum. I'm here for it. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, well, I didn't know if you we were done yet, Dave. Before oh, no, nah, that's, <laughs> that's
2: really the thing. Just really seeing those dynamics and just like they just don't deal with villains the way they typically would in a stone and show. Like you need to just beat them. Like no, they're probably still gonna be around in most cases.
0: Yeah, and I think Hisoka's a really. So I want to start this off by saying I understand that Hisoka. Kinda comes off being really predatory and creepy mm-hmm. to the yeah. kids. Yeah, not gonna defend it. Also, my brain goes burr because he's looks a certain way. He's very muscular. He may be a clown, but man hits the gym. Um, a
3: clown? T- that's even worse.
0: No, it's not like a clown. All clowns clown. are
3: automatically it's villains. It's
0: like a kind of clown. Adrian, drop a picture of Hisoka for Matt. I will pull um,
3: Villains are always clowns. His, clowns are always villains.
0: That being said, so getting away from like the, the that's the reason why I say he's my biggest shame because he it people feel a certain way about him and they're right, but also he's very hot. Um, the cool thing about it. Is he's like a a straight up trying to kill these kids all the time, and then they're like it's the Greed Island arc, they have to work together, and he just helps them win like a a dodgeball tournament because he because you have to play to get the card, whatever. And it's it's that one, right? It's the Greed Island, is it Greed Island?
1: Yeah, 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 when they're on, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and they have play like a murderous dodgeball tournament and yeah. Hisuka is like I'll be on your team and he like has respect for them and he works with them like a team member and then he just like goes away and he, like it's weird because like he's like the super big antagonist in the beginning and then in Heaven's Arena and then he shows up in Green Island he's like I'm the clown guy let me help you uh, and it's really interesting because it shows that there's like a bigger dynamic because Hisoka isn't technically a bad guy like a bad guy he's a hunter like he's the same class as pe- of people that they are like he goes through the hunter exam with them and so like it's really weird because like when you look at like the villains in hunter hunter a lot of the times it's kind of like hunters who just go too far And, like, you have to understand that, like, your main characters are a part of this class of people that kind of just get a license to do whatever the hell they want to do. And that can go a whole bunch of different ways. Um,
2: And to even, like, hop on that point, you make a very good point. Like, honestly, (laughs) this might be a hot take. I just thought about it. Uh, Hisoka's literally just like Goku, just with murder and a little bit of a a thirst. We'll call it thirst. But, like, he's literally just Goku- like he just wants to fight strong people and kill them he's like oh you're really strong let's fight he has
0: a chance to kill gold and he doesn't because he's like i just want him to get stronger
2: yeah because then once he's really strong this will be a great feeling for me we'll call it great feeling
1: (laughs) I'm feeling oh, some no, things no. right now. That's a great way to describe Isaka. It, it's literally the
2: next just He wants a really amazing feeling to joy. simplify killing it, people. he gets
0: ecstasy from killing certain yeah. really strong people. And Relief. It may just be that it's from these... It, people it's like
3: dopamine. Bad. That's all it
2: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dopamine. I love it. Yeah. I love he it. What's
0: wants that dopamine <laughs> release and some of his languages. Yes. Very colorful in that way. The type of
2: love language.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, On the other side, too, you also have another one of my favorites, which is Crollo, because Crollo is also sexy. And this is the cool thing about anime. I get hot villains that are also just good villains versus like American media. It's like you can be hot or you can be a good villain. There's no in between. You don't get to do both. Anime is like you get both. Here you go. Um, and Crowlow is in the Phantom Troop arc, and he's, like, extremely manipulative, but also to Adrian's point, like, he cares about the Phantom Troop. Like, they're his family, and that means a lot. Um, but yeah, that, that's where I'll stop. Also, Vacuum Lady is also very hot. I love her. She She's
1: can, crazy. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> Crowlow uh, is crazy. Crollo th- is,
0: like, real
1: mm, crazy. i'm I was skipping through one of the, the. I I think it has to be the second the second uh, musical. But they do have a Crolo person, or no? I think it's probably the first musical. But they do have like a Krollo character in one of those things. So if you want to go see like what Crolo would look like in a live action thing, I want to see. Does anybody see get that.
3: vacuumed up in any of these musicals?
1: I don't no, know if that human lady <laughs> is in the musical, but I hope she is.
0: <laughs>
3: I really
1: do. <laughs> I would uh, like
0: everybody to know that I typed Crollo into Google, and the first thing that pops up is Crollo stands.
1: <laughs> I'm here for Validation. it. Validation. <laughs> uh, so I do really want to talk real quick about how they do their power systems. I know that's been a point of contention when we've talked about different things, uh, specifically with Matt. Not, not, not calling Matt out, but like Matt does have bring up good points. So I remember when we talked about like One Piece, Matt was like, "Wait, you just eat a fruit and you get powers?" And we were kind of just like. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it happens. <laughs> or even in our My Hero Academia episode way back, Matt brought to the point, like, if you're just born with, like, a LeBron james S quirk, then you're just destined to be more badass. Like, that's just... yeah. Located... All I remember that's... was
3: that's the anime version of X-Men. That's all I got out of that one. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not... No, <laughs> don't nod
0: don't, don't, in agreement, Dave. It's <laughs> just <laughs> I mean... Just
2: if everybody had powers. I mean,
1: I mean Midoriya's mom's never going to be the number one hero because her quirk sucks. Like, she's just never going to yeah. be the number one hero. But uh, they do their power system a little bit differently, and I'm going to try to, like, summarize, like, best I can here. So the big kind of, like, power thing for Hunter Hunter is Nen, and Nen is the ability to control one's life energy, um, which is constantly emitted from them, whether they know it or not. So basically everybody has some kind of, like, Nen thing uh, flowing through them. And then there are four, four basic types of Nen. I don't want to get – or four basic te- techniques in Nen. won't get too much into that, but the big thing is that Nen – Users are classified into six different um, types based on their Hatsu abilities. So you have enhancers who strengthen their body and reinforce emitters who project auras out of their bodies, manipulators who control objects or living things, transmuters who change the type or properties of their aura conjurers who create objects out of their aura and specialists have unique abilities that don't really fall in the previous categories. And a non user can enter into a contract whereby pledging to Follows certain limitations, their abilities can be strengthened in relation to how strict they are. So as an example, Karapika, who, in order to have an unbreakable chain that holds members of the Phantom Troop, no matter what, is offered his life to be able to kind of do that, kind of enhance power. So you get more power, you can get more power, but it's not like you just do it by, like, eating a fruit. You do, like, a contract or things like that. But because the Nen abilities are so... Um, wide-ranging, someone with a powerful Nen doesn't automatically win. It's not like Goku fighting Krillin now, like that, where Krillin probably would never win. There are uh, lots of instances where just because you have a powerful Nen doesn't mean that you are going to win, which obviously is like a big, long-running trope in Shonen anime, where power scaling is basically the king and does everything correctly but this obviously for a lot of the big animes that we have seen especially these power fan or power fantasy shonen animes there makes it hard to have a long-running series so either you get someone more powerful over and over and over again which makes you have to introduce new things to the system or you just do random things that don't make sense prior to other events like you know bleach or one piece where sometimes the power scaling doesn't make any sense compared to what has happened before it and Nen feels much more attributed to, like, the personal, uh, the person's personality than their inherent abilities, and the Nen system allows for really a variety of cool uh, characters with unique abilities that essentially makes fights pretty un- unpredictable, even in a tournament arc, because you really don't know what person's going to have their abilities, because there's not, like, a scouter to tell you the person's power level. There's not really any kind of, like, mainly outward representation of their power. There's not, like, a family lineage thing, I guess, unless you're Kilo and you're just, like, a family of an assassins. but. Again, it kind of like looks like what my hero does, and kind of stakes the stakes for basically anyone can lose, and it makes it believable that those people can lose, depending on how they use their abilities. It becomes much more about like the strategy of the fight over, you know, his power levels over nine thousand. Mine isn't, so how am I going to win? Kind of thing. Yeah, I sense.
0: just want to point out that my favorite thing is that every time Hisoka like, uh, uses his power, which is his men manifest as bungee gum. He says, it's bungee gum. It has the properties of both rubber and gum. Every time. Every single time. I wouldn't
2: realize that if I ever rewatch it. But that is funny. It's like, just in case she didn't know. <laughs>
0: <And laughs> That's what it does. It's because the easiest way to explain it, Matt, do you remember those, like, sticky, like, hands that you'd, like, slap on a wall?
2: I remember those.
3: Those were terrible, but yes.
0: Yeah, so it's like that, essentially. Like, he, he generates the Nen. And he can throw it and he can stick it and like lock it in place or like pull stuff back. It's it's actually really interesting because like to Adrian's point, because the Nen manifests itself from the person, it can be and look and do pretty much anything that the person does. And also there are different types. So you can have a Nen user who is specialized in a specific type of Nen versus another one. Um, So it leaves it be more open. uh, Do you have a favorite power from Hunter Hunter, Dave?
2: Let's see. Favorite power. What comes to mind, honestly, like Karafika stuff, when he got the most serious, even though we don't see it much, it was just like, yo, you really did that. Like, but I still question his decisions with the contract. Also,
0: Homeboy totally sold his soul for that. So, like, I would hope that it would be a good one.
2: It's like, I hope so, too. I'm like, you know, (laughs) this is a bad idea. (laughs) You'll die. But, you know, I like karate because uh, I love the yo-yos. I love the yo-yos so much. That was so cool to me.
0: Yeah, the yo-yos are real nice. Which, yes, Matt, there is a character who fights with yo-yos. Hey, I, mean, I believe that'd
3: be pretty good. I used to have a yo-yo back in the day. They were popular. <laughs> you like, you know, just do the cradle, you know, round, walk the dog, everything. People used to fling them things around. Now, I'm sure if you nope. turn it into a weapon, you can do it like a lasso. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the theme is it's like, yeah, yo-yos with the sprinkle of murder. That's, yes. just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just the thing about Hunter. It's like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, just put murder in it. It's good.
0: And Gon is just really strong, right? Like, yeah. I don't remember Golden's, like.
1: Yeah, I mean, power. he just, like, I mean, like, when he comes to like, the personality thing, like, he just kind of manifests his abilities as, like, a kid would. Like, one of his, like, his rock, paper, scissor abilities is do just, like, does rock, paper, scissors, makes the person choose a rock, paper, or scissors. And if he loses, then he attacks somebody like it's it's very much uh kid. Uh, what a kid his age would do where you have like Kiloa, who is like an assassin and is like super fast and will like slit your throat kind of thing. But with just...
0: yo-yos, also something a kid will do.
1: <laughs> exactly. Kid uh... games with the sprinkle of murder. Yep. That's just that's just <laughs> that's a series. <laughs> Yeah. And Do then you, you have, like uh, games that
0: children play? Yes. Do you like murder? Also, yes. Hunter, Watch hunter, hunter.
1: <laughs> Want to see someone who's like very conscientious about you know cleaning up dead bodies and uses her net as a vacuum? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It. <laughs> it's her net. Oh man, Curly and the funniest cleaner. thing is
0: because like whole girl looks Fun like murder. a. She looks like she goes to church on Sundays. Like she's she wearing does. a turtleneck, long sleeve, short hair with glasses and a cross necklace, and she just goes around with her vacuum cleaning up murder <laughs> and also murdering people with the vacuum. Like she does both.
1: Yeah. So just like you know, all, all that to say, like the Nent systems, like I think um, I think it works well for, for what they're trying to do. It makes it so that you don't get to a point where you have to do things like Dragon Ball Super does, where you have to like have God energy now because they're so far like past the thing or where you only have basically like two people able to fight each other um, because of like their, you know, fox spirit and family trauma stuff, you know? So it's more, more wide ranging and gives you really, you don't know what's going to happen in, in a lot of the fights. And a lot of the fights are good, especially because they established very early on that Gone's not going to win every fight that he's in um, when he is fighting. And either are any of like our heroes. It can be very, you can very, much have you know villains fighting each other and one of the villains literally bites your face off uh which has happened in (laughs) the phantom troop which kind of gets me into our uh last kind of but why though in this kind of not the normal kind of shonen anime where there are moments in hunter hunter where it swerves and keeps the story interesting sometimes in dark ways sometimes in not so it does have like those comedy aspects to it but at the end of the day uh, Togashi really has a great way of kind of keeping the watcher guessing. Like you don't know, As much as I love Dragon Ball, and this isn't me shitting on Dragon Ball Z, we have multiple episodes for the, the series. I love it, uh, Gohan, I, I love you. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you know what's going to happen most of the time. You know, like Goku is going to fight someone at the end and probably win. Like it's it's very um, one note in in that aspect, unless you're adding in other characters. And Hunter Hunter doesn't really have any of those, you know, Dosex Machina like situations where like there's some big thing that's going to intervene it's really what's happening with the characters and the characters are what are driving those moments and make those things unpredictable and but they make sense over the larger story because we're seeing the story progress as kind of going progresses so things aren't too out of the ordinary especially when it goes dark and you know i think as themes here the themes and the story isn't what you can really expect there's a lot of brutal deaths a lot of brutal imagery, way more than you would expect kind of going into this, especially if you stopped watching the first episode. Like if you watch like the first episode, you're like, OK, I know exactly what Hunter Hunter is going to be about. No, no, you don't. You don't. It's just that's just what it is.
0: Thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, that's not what Hunter Hunter is about. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, and then yeah, again as like the world progresses and gets bigger and bigger as we follow kind of going through our stories or we're following um some of like the villain arcs you can understand like why there would be war why there'd be abusive relationships why some people would eat each other like, why there's, like, genocide. There's a whole thing in North – like, a whole North Korea commentary thing. But those things aren't really too far off the realm of possibility because of how the world kind of expands on itself with all of these different villains who are kind of morally gray, all of these different abilities, and all of these that kind of conflicting interests where it's not necessarily, like, one piece where the goal is, to like, to find the treasure, be the pirate king kind of thing, right? You don't have yeah. – um, and even in, you know, My Hero, you don't have, like, the goal to be, you know, the number one hero, the number two hero, whatever the case is. It's more like you're living in a world, and there are conflicting entrants throughout. And some of those things are dark, and they do happen.
0: And I do want to, like, also point, not point out, but, like, and I'm interested to see, like, what other people think, too, is, like, the, the way the arcs are set up, I don't know why, but the arcs in Hunter x Hunter are just, I don't want to say better, but, like, more compact. Like, the Hunter Exam is the Hunter Exam. And then, like, how do we explain it? They're, like, different genres in and of itself. Like, the Hunter Exam is an exam arc, okay? Heaven's Arena is, like, this weird, like, battle anime. And then the Green Island arc is a Yu-Gi-Oh! But, like, to put it into perspective, Matt, they go into a video game. It's called Greed Island, and then in order to get out of the video game, certain cards will get them out of the video game, and to, like, essentially win, you have to collect all of the cards. And so, like, it's a video game arc where they embrace the video game elements of it. And, like, I don't know why that works, but it does. Because, like, the series is almost sectioned off into pieces that, like, to be honest, I feel like you could, like, go into things. And Phantom Troop is literally, like that is an arc dedicated to villains at the end of the day, which is why it gets super dark and super interesting. Um, So I really enjoy it. And kind of like Adrian said, like it uses like real world analogies, like New York, New City is, (laughs) it it deals with some of those things, uh, like the real world stuff. Um,
2: I, I agree completely. Honestly, like each arc feels it's each one is so distinct and so different. Cause Chimera and Ark, villains and heroes perspectives, you know, like it just it's just crazy how they could just like you said hit a different genre of anime and still stay within the story and keep it interesting. Yeah, like here's yeah, a new concept. We're gonna deal with uh, Kila's family. That's a whole arc in itself. De- handling them, you know. Yeah. So and
0: it, it feels new every time. Like ev- yeah. so, like that was one of the things. Like to your like keep you guessing thing, Adrian. Like I wanted to jump ship, but. I didn't know what was going to happen. And so I just kept watching. Cause it like kind of bro- like, I feel like when you start watching Naruto, you know how that shit's going to end. You like it, you know, what's going to happen. Dragon Ball Z. It's all the giant f- nine episode fight. And you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Even my mm-hmm. hero to an extent. And like, I feel like Hunter, Hunter, because it embraces these different things and it, our heroes have a sprinkle of murder It it feels new and different all the time.
1: Yeah, and I think the big thing here, and I think you're right. I think you you hit on that they don't follow like the normal anime shonen anime arc formula. Because if you think about it, like most shonen anime arcs follow the same thing. Like everything's fine, bad guy shows up, they train, big confrontation with the bad guy at the end of like the the the, you know the saga or the arc, or whatever it is. And that's true for like almost like every shonen anime you can think of. Except for this, because they do focus on different things. I mean, the Chimera Ant arc alone is with its darker things and its willingness to like just go for it. And Togashi just like let's just have some dark stuff. Like let's have our sh- our uh, our hero like really, 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 really struggle here. I think makes it you know the best arc of the show and you know one of the best arcs I think in anime period because like Day to Day said, you're getting perspective from everybody. It's not just you know Cell sitting at the Cell Games waiting for stuff to happen. kind of kind of thing.
0: Tournament, that's what it is. Heaven's Arena is a tournament, a tournament anime. Sorry. I was trying to think about the exact term because I was like, what I said wasn't correct.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they they do what you're talking about. They they know your credentials. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just kind of like finish it off, but like the majority, like we've mentioned before already, the majority of the characters aren't 100% black or white, good or bad. And it kind of like lets Togayashi just do things and give us really deep character moments with our protagonists, with our villains, with our, our side characters um and provides for some of like my, my favorite moments in in anime in general um not just like in the show itself so and again this kind of kind of goes back to just this is just like how togashi uh, togashi works because a lot of the same themes happen in yu yu Hakusho but in yu yu Hakusho it kind of ends more kind of shown in anime that's why i'm kind of hoping that hunter hunter he keeps going kind of like left where everyone else is kind of going right in a lot of these things okay um and that's kind of all i have i know that's like a lot and i know that we didn't like talk too books about like, the specifics of things but i think this really is like if you're on the fence like my goal for this episode here if you're on the fence about hunter hunter and you're like oh i don't know if i want to watch it go watch it and it's different for a lot of the reasons that we we said here um i don't think i'm just gonna say it i i think that like hunter hunter like walks so my hero can run um in a lot of the ways because my hero is like fan, a fantastic anime for a lot of like the same reasons that hunter hunter is like a good anime um in terms of the things that it does differently and you can you know if you have more thoughts on that you can go check out our our my hero episode from uh, a little while ago but i think a lot of the reasons why it works so well is because it does things not like based off of hunter hunter but usually follows like a lot of the same beats in a lot of ways from you know our protagonists' um rival relationships to the villains to the way that the story builds to the way that Sometimes our heroes get their ass kicked, like bad, like really, really bad. Sometimes people's necks get broken, like, and that's like more, more relatable, Does more real life.
0: Go and lose an arm at one point.
1: That dude gets his arm broken like almost every every arc yeah. or something. <laughs> like, something always happens to that dude's arm. I don't, I don't know how he. I, lives.
0: I do want to know, uh, Dave. What's your What's your favorite part of of Hunter Hunter? Like, is it? Like, is, is it, like, a specific arc, or is it how it does things? Is it a character? Oh, uh,
2: see, like, before I did a rewatch recently, I would have said Karapika's arc, just because, like, I just loved how the villains were highlighted, shown, and how they had to negotiate, navigate would be the word, everything going on. So, originally that, but upon me watching the Chimera and arc, oh my gosh. As long as it was, it was really, really phenomenal. Uh, how so, many that times would be my the, favorite. How many times have you watched one. this? Uh, I've seen it twice, so like you know, we decided to do like with Discord to watch Hunter x Hunter, and I'm like, this show's holding up well because like a point, you know how if you wait some years and watch yes. something really good, it's like great. I was like, this is good. I don't remember this happening, so it was a really good rewatch.
3: Awesome,
1: yeah, and that's kind of all, all, all I really have for for this episode. Um, look, my stick through it, stick through it, man. I'm I'd rather have a bad start than a bad ending. And yeah. at least at this point, like if it stops right now and everything's like stops and he never comes back to do it again, we're 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 in pretty we're in a pretty good spot right now. We're we're not getting bleached yet. So we're in a good spot.
0: I don't think anything can fumble the bag like bleach <laughs> fumble the bag if we're being completely honest.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. you,
0: Kubo, but yo.
1: Yeah, so uh, don't let Matt put Game of Thrones juju, you know, witchcraft on us. We're, we're, we're hoping for, for a good good fallout. I love that uh, that has
3: become a thing, and I totally here for it. What? I don't care how good it is. I just hope it ends up being season eight of Game of Thrones.
0: No, Matt.
1: <laughs> just putting that on something nowadays, is just it's just great. It's become a thing. It just works. It just works. So we'll, we'll kind of go through some final thoughts. Uh, do you want to start with, we'll start with Matt um obviously i haven't watched
3: this I'm honestly probably not going to watch it but it does seem interesting because it is one of those that we just get to talk about murder all day long which i guess is interesting i don't know if that's a good or bad thing coming however you feel about that but uh, i do
0: think like if there was a shonen you were gonna like and i already as much as i i know i i know in my soul that you would like my hero i know that you won't watch it because it's just x-men to you but Hunter Hunter, and I know how much you don't like watching kid and aunt, kids in shows like Hunt. The way Hunter Hunter does it, like it is very morally gray and deeper, and not as kiddie. I will say, this may be one for you.
3: Okay,
1: yeah, this is barely a kids anime. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, not at all. This is it's this not. Is not for this is children. like this is like Attack on Titan, like Full Metal uh, Full Metal Alchemist type, like dark.
0: <laughs> yeah. And exactly. pretty early
1: on. Like when I tell you that some dude got his face bitten off and it like blew my mind. Like I'm not kidding. You got his face bitten off. Yeah.
3: We'll see what happens. But I am intrigued because obviously it's still going and we'll see how these hiatuses work. You know Maybe when it wraps up fully all the way, which so that'll be twenty forty-five, um, then we'll be we'll be here. One day. That, I mean, maybe. that's I mean look,
1: <laughs> look, y'all, that's that's progress for Matt. Um, I'm pretty sure if that person didn't mess up Yu-Gi-Oh! for you you would be on this show because it's, it's that good. Uh, Kate?
0: uh Yeah. As a final thought and like why Hunter Hunter matters, like I didn't really give it too much credit and I hated on it a lot because I just couldn't get into it. Um, but it pays off. Like this is an anime that rewards you for watching it and, and gives you some really interesting folks to, to kind of root for root against um if you just don't want to waste your time watching all those episodes like i did um uh, which at one point i just kept doing it because one i wanted to watch them but after episode th- 13 i was like oh they just recap it for you at the end of this thing um just watch episode 13 and 26 and then go into heaven's arena and you will be set um and good um uh, but yeah i'll i'll kick it to dave to tell us why he why he thinks hunter hunter matter oh wait adrian actually adrian's final thoughts that's right
1: <laughs> yeah i, I don't really have to I, I know it's okay <laughs> uh, i really don't have too many um from i mean my the whole thing is like my you know my final thoughts really but i think if you like i think if, if you're thinking about modern anime i think if you like my hero academia you're gonna like hunter x hunter if you don't like my hero you probably won't like hunter x hunter uh, but I think it's worth the try, and I think if you take it to Kate's example of skipping those episodes and just jumping right into the Heaven's Arena, you're going to see almost immediately why things like got of High School" and things like that are so popular. Because I, I, mean, I like I like "Out of High School," but the Heaven's Arena tournament arc is ridiculously good, and that'll really jump you off until like, okay, I understand what's going on here. So please do it. And again, like I said, I think I think the show walks, so my hero can run. So and da- data dave wanna, or right, sorry uh, final? data data sorry
2: data data <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> my response response is not nah, funny uh reason why it matters honestly to me is that they just do a really amazing job of really detailing each character in each villain like i just love the amount of interactions in depth like we've already touched a lot of those points but just seeing it saying experiencing it it just seems like a different take on the shonen series and they do it differently and like we mentioned earlier, each arc, it's completely different. I just love that about it, so it keeps interesting. So definitely worth checking out Please Power Through the Beginning if you choose to go through the beginning. It's not the type of show you think it is when you start the show, but as you go on, you're like, oh, this is interesting. So definitely check it out and give it a shot. And those are my thoughts.
1: Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for, for being here, Dave. Uh, Kate, you want to take us out? Thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on, Dave. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you?
1: Oh, sure. So
2: you can find me at twitch.tv slash data Dave, D-A-T-A-D-A-V-E, or on Twitter, Instagram, at data Dave TV. And If you need any voiceover work, please reach out. I literally have a professional studio I record on.
3: So yeah. I do have a question if you don't mind answering. Sure. How'd you come up with data Dave?
2: Oh, it's it's so it's so silly. So like, I'm a computer. I was a computer science major when I first started streaming. I was, like, I'm a computer science college professor. So like, I was just chatting with my brother. I was like, "Ooh, like I love alliteration. It just sounds, it just sounds cool." Like, so I was like, "Oh, computer science data. I'm Dave. Data Dave." And then um, I started streaming every day. So my catchphrase became "Day to day with Day to Dave" because you know it's a play off words. Day to day. Day to day. So yeah, that's how I came up with it. That is amazing, and I like it so much. Thank
0: you. It's, it's really good, and you have Stan Lee in your corner for alliteration and also apparently Hunter Hunter, so.
2: <laughs> I'm here for it. No wonder I love this show. <laughs>
0: Uh, And if you're listening to us and you want to support us a little bit more, head on over to patreon.com slash PC, where you get access to episodes early, all of our research notes, and all the stuff that gets cut from the episode when I yell Jason because I don't like something what Adrian or Matt said during the episode recording. Uh, And you can find us on all social media at PC, and you can find me on Twitter at ohmymythrandir. I'm trying to grow my Instagram, please. It's really hard. Go follow me there too. Same name. Uh, And uh, Adrian.
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. And Matt? Remember, if your show is struggling, just add a
3: sprinkle of murder, you know, <laughs> spice it right up. <laughs> That's how it works.
1: Not wrong.